Hi, I'm Big Nkrumah. And I'm Audio Nerd 64. And we are your game friends, your game friends, and we. Are you game friends? Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You know, just I'm just scatting at this point. Wouldn't you call that scatting? No. It's it's you don't use Log words. Logon with releases. Oh, it's a long list. Guardians of the Galaxy, GTA Definitive Edition, Age of Empires 4, Jurassic World Evolution 2, Riders Republic, Mario Party All-Stars, Forza Horizon 5, Skyrim again, Sherlock Holmes yeah. Chapter 1, Battlefield 2042, Halo Infinite Multiplayer, Cloud Streaming, Xbox 20th Anniversary, Nintendo Online Expansion Pack, Multiversus, and Activision Blizzard. Mm. Mm, indeed. <sighs> In these past two weeks in Nerddom, we're getting into Hawkeye, Spider-Man, Cowboy Bebop, Arcane, Mass Effect, and Halo. Finally, we have a very special interview in Party Chat with friend of the show, Bones of Feet member, Tim. That Tim dude is here. It's beautiful. To talk about games that we're never going to play. Nope. So, <laughs> there you go. That's what we have for you. Happy holidays. Speaking of holidays. It was Thanksgiving? It was Thanksgiving. Uh, I had no idea where you wanted to go with that. Just the gift of gaming. <laughs> so many games have come out for the gamers to play. Perhaps too many. Too, it's, it's always too many. We need less. We need less games being made. Fewer games being made and shorter games being made. <laughs> uh, we'll start at the top. This list is not in alphabetical order or in chronological order. It's just in an order. So Thank you for that preface. Um, that was you're, very, you're so very important. Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> came out to shockingly rave reviews. And yet. And yet. I said I wasn't going to buy that shit. Unless it was on sale, and you bought it on sale, I did buy it. On I think sale. it's still on sale. It is. Apparently, you I should buy it. I it's installed. I haven't played it yet, but apparently, I need to. I'm excited about it. I'm gonna play it as soon as I finish Deathloop. Are you even did you get did you start that yet? Yeah. How far are you in Deathloop? Not. Not very. <sighs> <laughs> the backlog begins. The GTA Definitive Edition came out, and Definitive is doing a lot of work there. It is a Taco Bell employee on April 20th. <sighs> we just had talk about the other day. I live and die by Baja Blast Mountain Dew. It's disgusting. You know how I was like, I'm like one of those black people who are like, I don't drink soda, but they drink ginger ale. I'm one of those black people who say, I don't drink soda unless there's some Baja Blast. Mm. Soda in front of me. Anyway, GTA Definitive Edition came out. Um, it's a hot mess. They should have left the mods up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's it's an almost interesting conversation. I actually... Just let people do whatever the fuck they want with their games. Listen, I played it, okay? Oh, that's right. 
We have an interview this week, so we don't talk about the games that we've been playing. I've been playing a lot of games. You've been playing a lot of games. And I have a lot of strong opinions about the Definitive Edition. I'm going to let the water cool down a little bit before I slide in with my hot take. Uh, It's not going to be too different from what you've heard. Let me just put it this way. I moved on very quickly. I don't even think you put in maybe two, three hours. I think that's exactly how much I put in. That's exactly how much you put in. Okay. Well, I won't be playing it. And <laughs> they so they put out a statement was like, hey, sorry, this sucks. Uh, we'll put the originals back up. And if you bought this, you get the originals for free while we fix this. It's just, it's wild to me. Like, I don't understand how you see what happened with Cyberpunk. And you're like, all right. Hold my beer. It's our turn. I don't get it. They have to make a game from scratch. Quite literally, whether you are a fan of the content of those games or not, the definitive, to use a very interesting word, open world experience really comes out of this trilogy. Like what we know as open world games today, the groundwork was laid heavily by these three games. And it just sucks that this is what they've done with them. Yeah, I was formally interested in playing at least the free one that I was going to get from Game Pass, and I am no longer interested in doing that. No longer. No longer. It's not going to happen. Well, we'll talk about it more uh, in the next episode. Age of Empires 4, that came out. I'm extraordinarily jealous that I have not built a PC and cannot enjoy this. Oh, you can't play it on your Mac? Jurassic World Evolution 2. Justin Long wept. Hmm. (laughs) Yes, Jurassic World Evolution 2. It came out. I am on the fence about buying it. You told me. You were like, hey, this game came out. And I was like... You weren't just yes, it silent. Did. You said that you wanted to wait for prehistoric kingdom. Well, no, to come yeah, out. no. I was, I, I, it was the pause was pregnant. Okay, it was, it was nine months in. Okay, and you're right. I want to wait for prehistoric kingdom because I like Jurassic World Evolution, and it looks like in some of the reviews that I have watched, uh, they fixed you know a good amount of the issues from the first one, but. As we all know, it's not very customizable, and it's a little... It looks like they didn't give a shit about customizing at they all. They didn't. Because it's Jurassic Park. They're going to be like, you're going to put Jurassic Park stuff. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, I'm going to record Story Kingdom, see what people say about that. I'm going to wait for it to come out on Early Access, which is, I think, happening soon. I'm pretty sure this upcoming spring. So we'll see. Because I'm not going to buy the same game twice. It's like, for me, buying... I don't know... Need for Speed and some other Need for Speed-esque. I couldn't, I can't make the comparison here. Hmm. It it was... was, What about Riders Republic and Forza Horizon 5? No, this is totally different. One has cars and one doesn't. Well, they both got released and they're (laughs) essentially, in many ways, the same game. It's fine. Uh, they're just about completely different things. Uh, they're different. It, it, it's a similar vibe. Forza does it better. Forza Way absolutely better. does it better, in my personal opinion. Um, I cannot believe how much I like Forza. I did not latch on to Forza 4 at all, really. You did not. This is 
calling it a masterpiece is very strong. I I still I don't think, think that it's we the can talk wrong word. Yeah, I it's don't. not the wrong word. I do have to say we're not going to talk about the Game Awards in this episode. However, it was not nominated for Game of the Year. Which I do have a problem with. I have a problem with that. Because not only is it an amazing game, it is also a very accessible game. It is being hailed by accessibility advocates as the most accessible game ever. So, like, if that is not what gaming is all about, then what is? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can, there's really nothing you can really knock on it. You can't knock the gameplay. You can't knock how it looks. You can't knock how it sounds. What's wrong with it? I think it's a perfect game. I think it might be a, or as close to perfect game as you could possibly get. I think there are some folks that have an issue with like the wheel spin kind of stuff and making everything seem like a carnival. I don't mind that. Fine, it's but that's fun. the vibe. That's, that's the vibe. It's literally the Horizon Festival. You know, like what do you get? What the fuck? Whatever. I, I mean, I get Even it. Like spinning a wheel and getting a car. This is it's it's pure dopamine. Yeah. Just give yeah. Fucking Although shit. That is part of the critique. Well, yeah. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> Riders Republic, on the other hand, does not have uh, some of those overt. Casino-esque? I feel like casino-esque is not fair because you're not actually betting. <sighs> That's true. It's not real it, money. It's not a loot box. The vibe. Vibe. It, vibe. It is a very and, exciting yes. environment. High octane. And look, I love Riders Republic. It's great. Uh, a lot of fun. We played the, with the beta and I can't wait to play it again when other people ask me to play it. It's ready to play. I'm not opening it up on its own. But it's fine. Yeah. If you like Forza, but you don't like cars, you can play Riders Republic. That's exactly how I feel. I think that's a really <laughs> good way to put it. Mario Party All-Stars came out. Uh, it's just the latest Mario Party. Yeah. I, I actually looked. I was like, is this a remake or is this a new one? <laughs> they don't, they're not doing sure. numbers anymore? They're not doing numbers anymore. Who knows? I, I haven't played a Mario Party in a long time. I, it's not that I wouldn't one. play a Mario Party. Right. But, but Jackbox is right there. Jackbox is right there. And I can curse in a Jackbox I can, game. Abs- I can put I can a say fuck. dick on. <laughs> oh, this is awful. <sighs> I really shouldn't have put Skyrim on here because we try not to talk about games that have already come out. I just think it's funny that it's come out for the 30th time. What the fuck is it on now? It's like latest. It's like the 2021 edition of Skyrim or something. That's exhausting. Maybe I should, added should I play fishing? it now? Should, what? Should I, I've never played it. Should Sky- you play? <laughs> you wait, know. wait, wait. Oh, for some reason I had it in my head that you played it over and over again, but that's Mass Effect. That's Mass Effect. I've never, ever, ever played Skyrim. I mean, there's no better time. <laughs> Apparently. Maybe I'll get it for the PC. There's no better time. <laughs> you know, really just nerd out. On this new, my upgraded TV, I get Nick's hand-me-downs. So now... <laughs> <laughs> it's 60 FPS. 60 frames. You know, it was. It, it, I have to pause the conversation here for one moment because for a long time, I'm like, eh, I'm a sound person. I don't give a fuck about the visuals. Meh. So, you know, I, got, I make sure I have a nice headset, I have a nice soundbar when I don't want to use it, whatever. A fool. <sighs> Y'all, I'll never go back. It's, you can't go back. 30 frames per second looks like fucking 
1920s animation. It, like, hurts it looks my like Looney eyes. Tunes. It's like original, original Looney Tunes. It looks like like the little flip book sketches that you do. You know, you, and the character moves just a little bit with every turn of the page. That's what it looks like. No, I'm kidding. Let me stop. I'm not. I'm, I'm only goofing. Uh, but um, what an upgrade! Thank you Bear for goofing. I mean, you know, it's it, that's this slight goof. It's a slight goof. You know, I, I'm you know, I have money, so I can like spend it on things. But like, you know, just oh. Know. On some things that are <laughs> you couldn't my, check. My no, hell no, <laughs> you couldn't check. Absolutely not. Only for my hobbies that make me, <laughs> that give me some sort of like you know the only joy you happiness have on this meaningless ball of fire that we all live on. It's not a ball of fire yet. Yet, <laughs> yet. So goddamn it, I'm gonna play on my 60 oh FPS my TV. Fucking this shit, man. Sherlock Holmes chapter one. Came out. What is this? No one cares about this but me. I, <laughs> I, I played these games. I played those <laughs> Sherlock Holmes games <laughs> yeah, watch, made by them. Frogwares. <laughs> I really like them. You did. You did. You did. They're third person. <clears throat> they're fun. You get to walk around England. It's not open world or anything like that. It's very contained. Mm-hmm. But. You know, there's good stories so in it. What's it's chapter? Fun. What, is this like a new? It's like a soft reboot. It's a soft. Oh, we love a soft reboot. So you're going back to the beginning of his career. Like they're thinking of it as a reboot for this series. It's also the first one that Frogwares is publishing themselves. So they're still publishing. Uh, I said, if it ain't broke. But like it's the same animation style. It's it's the same game fundamentally. Um, I'm sure they've updated things. But anyway, they usually come to Game Pass or to uh, Games with Gold. I just have too many games to play that I've already bought. If I finish my backlog before February comes and smacks me in the face with all the fucking games that are coming out. How many games that I care about coming out in February? Uh, no. No. Great. That's great. No. Good for me. Oh, no. That's not true. Sifu's coming out. <gasps> they moved up the date, actually, to not compete with other games. Oh, wow. These dates just... <laughs> the dates are all over the place. That's wild. Anyway. But yeah, chapter one is out. If you're a Sherlock Holmes fan and you want a casual, cool game where you solve mysteries and talk British, then that's that's what you want to do. <laughs> I'm sorry, not talk British like they don't speak English. <laughs> I don't want to give any respect to them at all. That's fine. That's fair. They got kicked out of Barbados and they're getting kicked out of... I don't know. Anyway. Battlefield 2042 also came out. Uh, the Poorly gamers are reviewed. not happy. Yep. Poorly reviewed. I had fun with the beta. What happened? I guess the beta was the best version of the game. I, I don't know how to explain it. Apparently... The graphical fidelity kind of fell off a cliff when it comes to PC, and mm. the consoles are also struggling. Obviously, next gen is the best way, but you know they didn't do purely next gen, so they're having issues. I don't know how to even explain because at this point, it's it's comical that all these AAA titles are essentially unplayable at launch. I mean, yeah. Give them more time. Let them just marinate. We have we have enough games. We have so many. Games. I know, but I know the issue is capitalism. I know they have to make their shareholders happy and release every something every two seconds. It's sad. Like artists, like musicians, have to do it so they can stay relevant on Spotify. 
The good news is that no one gives a shit because Halo Infinite multiplayer got surprise dropped at the Xbox 20th anniversary event. And that's all a lot of people on my friends list have been playing since it came out. Honestly, I haven't even heard of or thought about Battlefield 2042 until this until we started talking about it here. There's no reason to because <laughs> Halo is checking all those boxes. It is. I mean, it, it I is. shouldn't say all those boxes. It's but checking it's checking my boxes. It it's it's Halo right. and it feels like Halo again. I did not like Halo 4 or Halo no. 5. No. I thought they were bad yes. games. Ugh. I feel like I'm a 12-year-old again. It's wonderful. You know, it's it it is. That's all I have to really say. Yeah, there's really not actually much more to say. It is just the multiplayer right now. I have some other issues with some of the announcements they've made about the full game, which is still supposed to be coming out in a few days. But I, I don't know. I, the multi look, I'm they, less excited about that part. Yes, but I'll say they did. So they've they've curried a lot of good favor. Yeah, they because have. the multiplayer is outstanding. Yeah, it is it absolutely is. outstanding. Okay, moving on. Cloud streaming is having a big month. NVIDIA has basically met Microsoft on the battlefield. It's essentially xCloud for your PC. It is a subscription service, so you do have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. But what it means is that you do not need to have the newest, latest, greatest, best in order to play a really high-quality version of a new game. Uh, It's not all games, And there are some limitations to it. You have to have a really good internet speed to do it, but there are now other options in addition to xCloud. I think that this existed in like some kind of beta form for a while, just like xCloud, but I'm pretty sure it is now fully available for anyone to take advantage of. Um, They said, you can't get our graphics cards, so (laughs) we'll throw you some streaming. The whole joke for till forever. I think that it's, it's something that I'm interested in because there's a bunch of PC games that I can't play because I don't have a PC. That's right. But and perhaps this would allow me to get around that. I don't know what the technical requirements are. Please, if I'm wrong, let me down easy. I feel like there's this new thing in the Discord where they're like, <laughs> you're wrong. Oh, yeah, this. no. It's, we get dragged. <laughs> Link is in the show notes. If you want to see us get dragged for any false, wrong, or dumb things that we say on this podcast, it's a hoot and a holler. I love. I, I especially love it when Big Nick is wrong. <sighs> they keep us honest. They keep very honest. They keep us love honest. that. Love that for them and Please us and the me Discord. specifically. It's very, fun. it's very fun. It's very fun. But yeah, X Cloud also came out. It did um, uh, fully now, and you can play Halo on your iPad. If you would like to play Halo Infinite on your Xbox One, go for it. Beautiful. Not One X or One XS or whatever the fuck the new ones are. Like the OG Xbox One. If you want to, if you feel so called, you can do that. Everyone games. Microsoft said everybody is fucking playing these games. There's actually no reason to buy new consoles now. Yeah. You can just stream. I mean, yeah. I mean, you should. You, it's not as good as. as I mean, you know, do what you, what you have the means cool. to do. But now you can keep up with the latest and the greatest without the hardware. I think that's a beautiful thing. We've already kind of talked about it in passing, but the Xbox 20th anniversary happened. It did, and I hate them. You hate them for making you emotional? Yeah, because I'm just like... Company? The literally, capitalism? Every, yeah, I was sitting there watching this stupid event, and I'm like, wow, 
I fucking hate capitalism. But God damn it, do I love video games. I hate it. I really I hated love it. this art form. I love this medium. I've been playing pretty obsessively for 11 years, as museum.xbox.com has told me. Yeah, so they did like a little little fun, here's all the time you wasted playing video games. <laughs> they <laughs> don't tell you the time. Oh, they don't like, tell you the time. No, oh, okay. no, no, no. Oh, no, shit, no. I thought there was hours in there, too. There might cause... be a reality check if there was a time. <laughs> You'd be like, I need to change my life around. What the fuck? <laughs> I can tell you that I've played 164 games on Xbox. Wow, that's a lot. It doesn't even <laughs> seem like as many as some people, though. No. I'm curious. You see, now, I'm upset because mine, I I started late. You did. I started late. You only got an Xbox because of me. That's not. It's 75 to 85% true. Hey, look, here's the thing, Jordan. Everyone is a gamer. <laughs> and all I needed was a little push. I hate that reference. It was a beautiful reference. Beautiful movie. Um. So, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I... I love Xbox. I love video games. <sighs> Game Pass is killing it's in, it. It's embarrassing. They're taking a I'm embarrassed and good for, for myself. There's no need to be embarrassed. I think there is. No, it's all it's all gamers here. Mm. It's all gamers under capitalism here. <laughs> <laughs> is our hammer and sickle like a wireless controller and a can of Mountain Dew? Uh, it will be after I get finished drawing that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Speaking of nostalgia, the Nintendo Online Expansion Pack, where you can get all the N64 games you ever want and desire, came out. The controllers, you can't buy them. The games, you can play them, but you might not be super happy about it. This happened before the GTA Definitive Edition stuff. It was yes. kind of like a, precursor. a, a rough launch. Mm-hmm. It, it was a it was a a pre-sale of sorts mm-hmm. for the kind of disappointment on a much grander <laughs> scale, mind you, <laughs> that some were going to experience with GTA. It, it's just a little laggy, um, and some of the titles are N sixty four games. I, I don't I don't know where the rose-colored glasses are being shipped from, the fact remains that we're gaming in 2021 and there's a bunch of things from our childhoods that may have a lot of nostalgic importance for us, but the fact remains that they are games of their time. Well, and that and the, I guess, quote-unquote issue is compounded by the fact that people have built emulators that run these games better. There's really no reason uh, to do it on the Switch is the thing. And I guess, you know, from a monetary standpoint, it it makes sense to probably just play them elsewhere. Just saying. I mean, it's completely illegal and unethical. I don't know if I'm... I don't know where I... You hear a wink through the... Like if I, like, wink really... No. 
I would say emulation is unethical because, like, technically you're supposed to do it with your own copy of the game. But I know that line gets skirted a little bit. But then it's like, well, maybe the company should be preserving their games better and, like, re-releasing them so that they don't play, like, garbage. It's like, what do you want people to do? That was actually part of the Xbox 20th anniversary celebration. They opened up the back catalog and added 75 more games to reverse compatibility. And, yes, you know, it's it's great. Phil Spencer has really been out in front talking about game preservation. I think that that's wonderful and good for them. I, I really uh, wish that more companies were doing that. And I wish that they were doing it in a way that was not a naked cash grab the way that Nintendo's is a naked cash grab. The controllers, too. I'll be mad as hell. Got a brand new N64 controller and the game's laggy. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Uh, Having a Bluetooth N64 controller would be nice, but honestly, (laughs) you can just get an old one and cut the wire out and put it in a frame. That's like what I would want to do with an N64 controller. I mean, I don't... It's hard for me because I didn't play an N64 we went from we, we had a Sega, have the we had a Sega Genesis and ran that thing into the fucking ground. Aren't there some Sega Genesis games that got added to this too? Oh, I think so. But I don't fuck. The only Sega Genesis game I played was Sonic. That was the only game I played, and still never really made it past Green Hill Zone. Okay, seems sad. It's a lot of hours. I remember when I was older playing Sonic, and then I would get past like you know I would get to like the the, the Las Vegas level, and I'm like, oh shit, I've never seen this before. <laughs> Anyway, <sighs> Warner Brothers is going to let Batman beat up a child. That child is Steven Universe. Steven Universe is going to whip Batman's <laughs> ass. <laughs> uh, I want to see Steven Universe and Garnet kill Superman. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Their Super Smash... Nickelodeon. They Girl. named. It. Oh, they named it. They, <laughs> when people were hearing about these rumors, and they were like, "Oh, okay, it's definitely a genre now." But like, what exactly is it called? And they they named it in the announcement trailer. I forgot what they named it, but they did name it, and it it was a fitting name. It was a good name. But I, I don't remember. Now you're not remembering it. That's embarrassing. <laughs> oh my god. It was a great name though. So that this new name genre that we have that I can't name right now because Jordan didn't do his homework. Uh they're they're gonna be making a game. Shaggy is gonna curb stomp. I can't think of a good I don't know. What what else is a Gandalf. Warner Brother? Gandalf. Who else? Larry David. Larry David. <laughs> Larry David trended on Twitter for the entire day after this announcement because he his likeness could theoretically be added to this game. It what a wasted opportunity, quite honestly. That's what I would want my legacy to be. <laughs> um, I, I have to say I didn't play the Nickelodeon one almost exclusively because it wasn't free. Uh, and I just don't have the time to pay for something like this, especially if I don't end up liking it. Yeah. Multiverses is going to be free from jump. Oh, we love that. Also, as Mike from Player 2 has entered the podcast pointed out, they were very wise to not include any Harry Potter characters in these initial 
viewings. They said we are not getting canceled. They said we have enough IP here. Do you see they cut her out of the like 20th anniversary special they're going to do or 10th anniversary? Whatever year anniversary. Look, they cut that nigga out of Minecraft. They can cut any. Look. You can create something and then get got. And then get got, okay? (laughs) They said, you know what? The board has had a meeting and you are out, okay? Oh, well. Not even oh, well. I don't give a damn. Shit. Speaking of the board, Mm. our final story here, I will spare you the details, but Activision Blizzard is in even more hot water. That water evaporated. (laughs) TLDR, Bobby Kotick is a piece of fucking shit. He allegedly threatened to murder people. Paid somebody off. Allegedly. Absolutely aware of allegations of sexual abuse, sexual assault, a bunch of other things that I won't bother triggering you with. The fact of the matter is, He knew. The board now knows that he knew, and they refuse to force him to step down. As of the recording of this, he's still there. So please go support the Blizzard workers who are unionizing. They are under the banner of a better BK right now. Mm. I think that there's a lot of really interesting things that are going to happen with this. Ubisoft staff are also mobilizing in a lot of the same ways. They're also using a lot of the same framing and messaging. I think it's pretty we obvious that there solidarity. is a union rep, a union organizer behind the scenes kind of navigating this process with them. Good for them. I wish them all the best. The culture there is so abhorrent and obscene. My boycott, if anything, came too late. Mm. Well, you know, we're just lowly fans. How would we? I know. I know that we couldn't have done anything, but at the same time, like to think that I ever gave that company any of my money is makes me feel disgusting. Like it, it, the allegations are just truly horrific. Again, they've been covered to death. Like I'm sure you've heard some of the more excruciating details. Like the least worst thing is that the woman that they hired to come in, uh, that they told everyone wrote the quote-unquote tone-deaf response to the initial allegations, who then quit. It turns out that Bobby Kotick wrote (laughs) the statement, attributed it to her without telling her or asking her. And then when there was backlash about the statement, threw her under the bus and said it was a tone-deaf response. Like, the dude is just a piece of shit. That's the tamest thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not... There's really nothing else to say. It's just, it's disgusting. Do not support Activision Blizzard. Do whatever you can to support the workers directly. There's a lot of things you can do without giving your money to that company. I think it's time for these past few weeks in nerddom. Yes, there was a Spider-Man trailer that we didn't watch. I didn't watch. I'm on spoiler mode at this point. I am trying to dodge these goddamn little screenshots and little hot takes. Can y'all please tag your shit? Like, goddamn. I have the filter set up. You need to help me help myself, please. I have literally 
like every filter, ev- like it, the entire MCU is covered underneath the filters that I have set up on Twitter right now. <laughs> and yet, I know. It's, still, it's, it's awful. I'm I had to blacklist. <laughs> I don't even remember what this minor character's name was, but it was a minor character from a different franchise. And it it came up and and I saw some things that I wish I didn't see. I just, it's not like, oh, I know what the plot is and now I'm not going to enjoy it. It's not that kind of thing. And we're absolutely like probably overdoing a little bit at the same time. Absolutely. No, absolutely. At the same time. I want to go with surprised. I just, I don't know. I, I would like to go in not really knowing anything at all. I don't want to know anything. I, I don't even want to know that it's a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Spider-Man's in this? The latest MCU movie is coming out on this date. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> Who knows? Who's in it? I have absolutely no idea. I would wow, I would love to live life like that. I gotta get off of social media, man. There's no way. Half of the time I'm getting spoiled at this point, it's news articles. Like the headline. Yeah, and then you know, oh, this is what the future of the let the fucking movie come out first. Goddamn, let it come out. It's coming out soon, ain't it? Uh, it's we, about t- 20 days. We got to figure that out. We can watch this. I'm not going to no theater. You I have n- tried to find They said a new variant dropped. <laughs> and I said, well, look, look, even if a new variant didn't drop, I still wouldn't be going to the theater. Like, let's be real. Let's be honest about that. Yeah. I'm not more inclined to do it now. It's interesting that you said, and they said, and then didn't really follow it up because that is what the government is doing. Well, nothing. The government, is. they said, Racism. Enjoy your well, racism and racism nothing. and enjoy your coronavirus and no money. <laughs> and, and get ready to pay your student loans. <laughs> and, yeah, pay your fucking student loans, you fucking leeches. And then <laughs> Disney and Marvel said exclusively in theaters. We're not budging on that. We're not budging. Anyway, anyway, something that we can talk about that we have seen. Hawkeye is really cute. I like it's it. It's cute. It's a little it's a little campy. I, I wasn't, love it. I wasn't expecting. Um, but Kate Bishop might be my new favorite MCU character. She's lovely. She's wonderful. Jeremy Renner is good in it as Hawkeye. I can't believe that Hawkeye has the most boring Jordan. children oh in my. the world. There is no personality amongst any of them. He is the least personable Avenger, and somehow he has three even less personable children. I couldn't remember them if I was... If my life depended on it, I could not remember what any of their names are, what any of their lines have been. Their (laughs) emotional impact on this story is negligible. No, it's too... You're dragging these kids! They were better snapped. They were better snapped. I don't don't have... Wow, that's fucking foul. Any interest in his family anymore. That's fucking foul. boring me to tears. I would just say this. If I was... Hawkeye's child, I would be upset that my dad, the least interesting Avenger in the MCU, in the MCU, not not generally, but in the MCU, mm-hmm. to be clear, mm-hmm. is infinitely more interesting than me. I'd be like, I have to be a superhero now because this man can't be more interesting. Can than you me. imagine having access to Hawkeye and not <laughs> choosing to become an archer? <laughs> 
Kate Bishop is like, I saw this man from across the street. At of, five years old, and that left a mark on me, okay? Meanwhile, his own children have nothing going on in their lives. That's so... And are just choosing <laughs> to remain nothing. I just... We... No. We have to save it for the spoiler cast. That's it. We're done. You can't keep dragging these kids... It's you a holiday show. You can't drag Hawkeye's kids. Merry Christmas from Marvel. A ho, ho, ho. <laughs> 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 we have to link to the one that put the Avengers music. <laughs> I thought I was in the suburbs. That's what, you know, honestly. And that's why Black Podcasts. <laughs> you can't get that anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> go watch. <laughs> oh, shit. I broke Nick. I broke him. Oh, Hawkeye's good, though. Hawkeye's good. Go watch it. Are I've we... never read the source material. No, me neither. I bought it. It's in oh. my office right now. Oh, well, I have to, I have to take a read as it's well. It's thick. Yeah. It's a lot. Oh. I think it's longer than Infinity Gauntlet. Are you going to be okay over there? Are you going to be able to handle it? I'm going to be fine. Stephanie and I are going to read it together. Oh, that's so cute. Speaking of boredom. Oh, you can't can't start it off that way. I will not allow that transition to stand. The creator of Cowboy Bebop would agree. (laughs) You can't call it. That it's about boredom. I read read about the show. All right, wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop. Before you continue. At. Big <laughs> underscore Nukruma. <laughs> NKR, you can just come in the Discord H- and yell at me. Nukruma. That's, That's how you spell Or you can go, link us in the show notes. Do not send any of that shit my way. I'll take the heat. I'll take the heat. I think that the original Cowboy Bebop <laughs> <laughs> anime is boring and awful. <laughs> and awful? I don't think it's good. <gasps> The most recent episode that we watched, which is either the fourth or the fifth one, was the only time that I didn't have my phone in my hand the entire time. Like, yeah, I was I was bored. Y'all hear that? Through all of them, that the is music. That is people hitting the unsubscribe button on their phones. The real music hard. is phenomenal. The, look, the music is phenomenal. If, that jazz solo, not, saxophone. Not that jazz solo. <laughs> If I was, because here I don't know if the Game of Friends know this. That's how I got my start in all this fucking nonsense audio. Is I was a saxophonist at some point in my life. Uh, if I ever played saxophone like that and it was recorded for people to hear, and then people heard it on TV, I would have played that solo. I would have finished, and I would have smacked the shit out of the first person I saw after I stepped out of the studio. I'd be like, "Where's my check?" And then that would be, I would end my career. I'd be like, "There's nothing better." After this, it is that good. I get really hype every time I hear it. That excitement does not sustain, however, through an episode of Cowboy Bebop. See how you could do that tastefully? You see how you could? I could basically say the same thing that you said, but you, I could say it tastefully. When are you going to run for office? That's great, nigga. That's you, so interesting. You going to be my campaign manager? Absolutely not. <laughs> That's what your job was supposed to be, right? That's what you wanted to do at one point in your life. <laughs> you just threw something at me. I did. This violence and this black on black violence. You hate to see it. So here's the thing. Maybe the show will get better. We have most of it left. <laughs> yeah, we're only like 
four episodes in. I, I'm just giving my feedback on what right, I've seen so it. far. That's fine. That's fine. That's let fine. me let me also say, since you're directing all the hate in my Who's direction, to, no, that no. I've been trying to watch more, and you keep saying, mm, no thanks. Well, we're also watching Seinfeld right now, and pause, because I don't want to get canceled. It does break my heart every time <laughs> Kramer does something hilarious. And I'm like, damn, Ooh, this man really called somebody a nigger. That's crazy. He did. He, oh, it makes me so upset. Every time he interacts with a black person on the show. I'm like, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it's, it's really good. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus is a national treasure. And I need to watch Veep again because she's phenomenal. also phenomenal. Yeah. They be doing some real racist shit, though. Yeah. I'm like, God. There's damn. a lot less racism than I would have expected. There is a lot less racism. That's right. It's well, like it was three the 90s. or four racist episodes out of the 100 or so that we've watched. So but they're like, I'm like, wow, that's like. It's pretty racist. Oof, that's where we're going. I'm, that's yeah. racist. Uh, <laughs> we, we got way off track. Uh, we'll finish Cowboy Bebop because the, the point was just to watch the animated version so that way we could have an opinion about the Netflix reboot version. Uh, but this is an interesting turn in this journey. I didn't expect really... Disliking it. What if the hot take... <laughs> what if the hot take about the live action is that it's better? <laughs> Whew. Well, you'll have to wait and see. You'll have to tune in. I'm so glad we have... three subscribers. One, and we have yeah, left. oh. I thought it was, I was going to say one <laughs> after that. <laughs> Arcane came out. Everyone's raving about it. We haven't watched it yet. It'll be our secondary show after Cowboy Bebop. But apparently it's it's very, very good. Uh, Animation top-notch. Sound design top-notch. Storytelling top-notch. Can't believe a League of Legends show is is this good, (laughs) to be honest with you. it's, It's interesting to me because I'm like, wow, yeah. Like, make your little supplementary content, but, like, do it well. I think some people could take a couple of notes. I hope that Bioware is taking notes because apparently they're making a Mass Effect television show for Amazon. I don't know I'm how I... really excited about this. You're really excited. I, I said I'm this not, many moons ago. I'm not, I'm not. I, I think that it could be the equivalent of Game of Thrones in in the, the video game universe and in pop culture. I think that it has the ability to cross over in that It way. is just really hard for me to decouple the sort of blank, blank slate that Shepard was. Mm, that's a good point. And I could fill in that. I could really, you know... There is going to be a There was a space Shepherd. for me to be in Mass Effect. Although, what if it's extent. not the, a, a retelling of the first three games? Yeah, it could just be like everybody else's shit, which might which be cute. I don't know. We'll or see what if they... it's completely irrelevant? What if it's not Shepard at all? It, that's, a, that's a thought. It's not Liara. It's not... You're right. You're, you know, I'm jumping to conclusions. Gareth? You're absolutely right. Garrus? Yes. Garrus. Oh, my that's... God. <laughs> oh, my God. This is just... This is a, this is a train wreck of an I'm episode. committing crimes. Absolute... Someone called Kamala jail. Harris. I am not an abolitionist anymore. Halo is also <laughs> getting a TV show, one of the <sighs> other announcements from the Xbox 20th anniversary. We've already seen some clips from it. It looks fine. I, I'm I'm agnostic until I hear more. <laughs> yeah, 
some some things are just stay video games. Unless you're gonna do something interesting with it, exactly. Like Arcane, allegedly. Anywho, well, with that, I think it's time for you to drop some music. Well, here we go. Welcoming back to the show, gamer friend, friend of the show, Bones of Feet member, that Tim dude is here. Hey, thank you, thank you. Glad to be back. For the second time, you are lagging behind some of our other guests, Timothy. Um, <laughs> you've only been here twice. Technically three times. Technically, what's the yeah, third time? Yeah, if we, oh, if we okay, count yeah, the... Uh... Infamous origin story of Bones of Feet. Yes, that episode. It's basically like once per year we're averaging, which I think is respectable. That's fair. There's only 20-something episodes per year. 25 or 26, depending on. <laughs> not this year. <laughs> uh, yeah, depending on holidays. And... <laughs> not this year. Oh, Lord. Anyway, you are here because you've been playing quite a few things that we haven't been playing I, I want to have some some coverage of those games. Specifically, you were very into a game that I refuse to touch and that Cedric <laughs> has not touched. I don't know if refuse. I don't know, because we're talking about two games today, and now I don't know what the order is. Like, which one am I? I, don't, I can't answer that, because I don't know which game you are refusing to touch. I mean, that could be either of them that we might talk about here. It's true. true. That applies to both. But I was actually thinking, <laughs> first and foremost, of Metroid Dread. You won't touch Metroid Dread. No. With a 10-foot pole. And it's a shame. So I've heard. I've heard nothing but glowing reviews. Are you going to give us a glowing review of this game as well? Yeah, I'm here to give the glowing review. And yeah, I got to say, it's definitely one of the best Switch titles that's ever come out, I think. Ever? Ever. That's high praise. Oh, it yeah. Is high praise. Yeah. And why is that? Why why give Metroid Dread? Well, it is in the classic Metroidvania style game. Mm-hmm. The one coming before this, its predecessor being Metroid Fusion. That one came out for the Game Boy Advance. It's been a long time. It's Wait been a, a very long time. I knew it was a long time, but not Game Boy Advance long. Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah. It is one of the first games that I had for a Game Boy Advance. So we're talking ten plus years, right? Yeah. Um, let me let me let me pull That's it. That's gotta up. be fifteen. I'm so sorry. That can't that can't just be a decade. Metroid Fusion came out in two thousand two, so almost twenty years. Jesus, I feel extraordinarily old. So y'all were like really fiending for a new game, huh? Damn. Well, on the in betweens, there was the the release of Metroid Prime One, Two, and Three, which came out on the GameCube, GameCube, and then I think Three came out for the GameCube as well. But it was on the Wii when I played it. And then there's Metroid Other M, which was not very highly praised. That was the one I played for like five minutes and was like, you know what, I'm not. They called into it this. a two point five dimension platformer. A good chunk of the game was in first person doing some 3D type shooting. 
uh, especially a lot of mm. boss battles and stuff like that. And then there were there were remakes. There was uh, Samus Returns came out in 2017. It was the remake of the Metroid 2 Return of Samus. Mm. They had a lot of the same types of gameplay mechanics and stuff like that in the game. Uh, and in Metroid Dread, it's just a very polished form of that. Why don't you tell us more about Metroid Dread? Because I feel like there was a lot of blah about the specific type of game that this was in comparison to the other Metroid titles. Yeah, it's the first 2D one new story in 20 years since Fusion. You play the ever-silent Samus Aran on a mission to planet ZDR. Pretty much just picked up straight up from where Fusion left off. Mm-hmm. It was it was originally conceived for the uh, Nintendo DS, actually, um, but it, it got scrapped. In the end of Fusion, there was a computer that you can activate, and it would say something like, Dread is coming. And so, like, Dread was known for a good a good while. That's one hell of a tease. Yeah. So it's basically Samus going to this planet to eradicate a species of dangerous parasite known as X. It's picking up from Metroid Fusion where X, this X parasite, was the main reason where she was in Fusion. Mm-hmm. It used to be, oh, Metroids are taking over this planet. We got to go kill the Metroids. That's why it's called Metroid. The last two games, it's been this X parasite, which is, as you come to find out, the um, prey of the Metroid, which is a species of like a consuming parasite thing. Yeah, that's like the brain thing with the claws and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you, it's it's on all the covers and stuff like that. And so you get you get sent to this planet quickly get beat up by some dude and you wake up and you've lost all of your upgrades and powers from the last game, which is a the classic Metroid move because you have to have some reason to go and collect the power-ups. <laughs> you can't start out like that. So you work your way through this kind of uncovering the story uh, about kind of your origins and this whole kind of mystery X story. It, it's uh, it's pretty good. I, I don't know. Do we... Do you have a spoiler alert that you activate? We can activate the spoiler horns. Uh, and I we give will. Permission. I I would. I will not be playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not divulge how it ends, but you can get to some story details for sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, it. It's uh, Samus was an orphan who was raised by these bird people. <laughs> to make a long story short. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so you learn some more about these bird people called the Chozo. You find out that they're the ones who actually created the Metroids. Their Metroids aren't actually a naturally occurring species. Created them as a uh, sort of uh, biological weapon to take over the galaxy or something like that. You find out that Samus is part Metroid. Or no, she becomes part Metroid at some point in a previous game. And oh. there are good summaries of the previous games that make it make a lot more sense. But the game itself doesn't actually a pretty good job of summarizing the past games pretty quickly when you first start. Kind of like a Marvel movie. Like, you can come in dry, but, like, yeah. you know, the, the fans really... I, I imagine me. I'm like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme, you know, where he's pointing at the... You know, I'm that's me. I know that guy. Yeah. 
And it's, uh, yeah, I, I had a great time with it. Thought it was really good. They had a parrying system that they introduced um, in Samus Returns, um, and they refined it really well. Most enemies have some sort of parry mechanic where you can parry and then instant kill. Hmm. Um, What's up with the thing that's chasing you? My okay, only so yeah. like baseline for this is Mr. X in Resident so, Evil. Dread has these uh, these zones in the map, which are controlled by these robots. See this this X parasite. You're part of this Galactic Federation. You're a bounty hunter for them. They they learned of this X parasite, and the first thing they did was send out. <laughs> and it's kind of it's kind of fucking funny. It's like yeah, so we built like indestructible robots. Nothing can kill them. They're made of the toughest shit in the universe. Um, like, don't even try shooting at them. They won't break. We sent them to those planets, and they've all gone silent. I don't know. Anyway, so we're here calling you. <laughs> Is that bootleg vibranium? Yeah, it, it. Yeah, and so you go there, and you find out that these robots have been taken over. Surprise. And so what they do is they stalk. Uh, they have territories. So they that they can't exit, and so they stalk certain portions of the map. As it points out in the beginning of the game, and makes it really obvious, you you can't kill them. There's only one way to kill them, and it's by getting a certain upgrade from killing a kind of mini boss thing. You get like a supercharged gun. Um, it's only got one shot to take out this uh, boss, and once you've taken it out, then you lose it. So you don't have this super powered gun for the rest of the game. It's high stakes. They get intense. There, there's some pretty nail bitey moments. I think there's five of them in the game that you have to worry about. The game makes makes good use of film grain when you're in that sort of area too. The 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 graphics for the game are great too. Runs at sixteen hundred by nine hundred when you're playing in docked mode and twelve eighty by seven twenty, so that's seven twenty p. So which is the native resolution for the Switch. So it it's um optimized very well for the handheld mode 60 frames per second though does it look as good on a tv oh yeah i i think it i think it looks just fine on a tv i mean i play on a very big tv um so those kinds of things when you're playing those kinds of low resolution games kind of stand out but i think it looks just fine with with the way that the game's design is too i mean it they they make really good use of film grain when you're in those those the the robots are called Emmys in those Emmy zones. It makes the screen a little darker, that film grain shows up, and you get that kind of creepy sort of dread feeling. Ooh. That's how I would vocally uh <laughs> describe that. I'm going to ignore that. That's all. Ignore that. Tim, did you finish this game? I did finish the game. Um, it was really good. The last boss was pretty hard. Um, and that's that's actually one thing about this game. The boss, the bosses don't fuck around. Um I pretty much had to try each boss a few times before before getting them, which isn't too bad. It, they make it pretty not bad compared to older Metroid games. There's save stations spaced around the, the map. And uh, in older games, whenever you died to a boss, you would reload back at the uh, save station and have to make your way back to the boss. You know, hoping 
along the way, you don't get hurt that much. Now you've got, it, it pretty much puts you a clear path straight to the boss where you don't have to shoot your gun, sticks you at full health, full ammo, everything. So you can just get right back into it, mm-hmm. which is great because some, some of these bosses are pretty difficult. Um, yeah, well, every one of these bosses is going to have some sort of move that requires you to parry it and then give it the business. It, they, they, they have a mechanic is that once you parry one of their moves, the next shot that you do after it is a powered up shot. So it, it makes it a good challenge while not, not making it too frustrating when you die. Hmm. Well, look at that. You just set up a perfect transition into these other games that we want to talk to you about. That's right. (laughs) Frustration on death. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't play from software games. No. And you have kind of been on a from software kick in the last few months. Marathon. And I'd love for you to talk to our audience about them because we, we won't. I absolutely will not. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I love a challenge, but hard, difficult. Uh, see, those are now, not. I don't. Mm-mm. Frustrating? No. Yeah. Okay. See, no. now this is where I, this is where I'll argue a little bit on these games because they do have the reputation of being hard, and this is where I I will humble myself and uh, say that <laughs> I am not a great gamer by any means. Hmm. I think I'm better than average, maybe, just by virtue of how much I play. But I would not say I'm elite by any means. And I I would say personally that if I could beat any of these games, so could you too. Okay. And okay. so could most people that I that I know who play video games. There is a mental fortitude that's required, though. <laughs> No, I, you see, I'm out. I'm good. The I'm fact good. that we have to do mental preparation. <laughs> no, no life is hard enough, man. Like I don't know about see, all that. See, now I played Dark Souls when it came out. Dark Souls, the original one. I didn't get into two um, until a while later. Um, but I did eventually get it, beat it. It's not my favorite of them, but it, I still think it's pretty good. Then one was remastered. Played that, still really liked it. And then I never played 3 when it came out for some reason. But I did play Sekiro, which was released in 2019. It was the game of the year for a lot of places. And I say it's very, very well deserved. It's a good game. I will say that Sekiro is the hardest of them. Okay. Interesting. But I I don't think it's hard still. I, I think it's the hardest, but and there there is some there's some difficulties and stuff like that. And the game is pretty bad about, all of the games are pretty bad about telling you what to do. They don't hold your hand. But I think the mental fortitude comes in learning how to let go for the people who have not played it. Me. They are of that namesake, uh, the Soulsborne genre, the the Souls-like games where when you die, the experience that you accumulated from killing things or doing things is gone. What? Wait. What? Uh, so the Dark Soul games are your pretty standard fantasy style games. They're mm-hmm. it's a medieval style fantasy. 
you know, knights, but then you got sorcerers, wizards, and, you know, other stuff like that. Right. Yeah, and, you know, you, you start out with different classes, you know, assassins, um, mercenaries, stuff like that. Okay. You're an undead dude, and the world is Naturally. dying, and you got to stop it. Pretty basic. So you're, you're a zombie. Yeah, uh, it's a zombie game. Um, <laughs> See, the, the devilry adjacency is... <laughs> particularly why I wasn't interested in picking these up. The the whole thing about like playing through and having to sit at the campfires and that's the only place you can save. That doesn't bother me as much. Like certainly the the difficulty. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like fallen order is a souls like in almost every respect. I think it's easier. It's closer in gameplay style to Sekiro, but it's, it's a souls like for sure with the whole, you lose your XP, come back to the save point. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the part where I need we we need to get there. When you die, yeah, you lose so all your shit. You don't lose your shit, no. So like the items and things that you've accumulated, you get to keep. Okay. When you're at one of these bonfires, you can use your XP to level up. Or in, in Dark Souls, what you've got is the 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 XP is souls because when you kill things, you take their soul. Uh, that's naturally de- devilish of the devil. The souls are a form of currency, also, so <laughs> you can uh, you can buy stuff. Is. You can buy stuff with them. Um, with the souls. That's yeah. Nice. So like, I didn't realize it was also about capitalism. Yes. Yes. Very much. <laughs> literal literal selling of the souls. We love that. You are literally taking down the patriarchy. Um, hmm. Cedric, I don't understand why you're acting so surprised. You played Jedi Fallen Order. You didn't finish it, but you played it. Fallen Order was the redhead, right? Yeah. With the yes, uh, yes, girl that yeah. we all that we love. With Deborah Wilson. Wait, I don't remember losing XP when I lost in that game. Yeah, if if you left a save point and then went out and got killed, you were back at that save point and, and you lost you, your XP. But see, that's the thing. Like, yeah. When you okay. use that XP to level up. You keep the level. Oh. Right. Well, this, I feel like you make this sound more dramatic than what it is. Of course, I mean, you lose, you go, it's like, you, you know, you're Sonic. You collect the rings and then you lose the rings and you get hit. Yeah. And, and yeah. And so in Dark Souls, you do also, you do get also the uh, option to go back and retrieve the souls. Oh, exactly. Like, it's like Sonic rings. Why did no one explain this to me like this sooner? So, you know, you go out, you leave the bonfire, you go, you get killed by a gargoyle or something you know you it sends you back to that last bond because there's multiple bonfires there's all these checkpoints you know as you go along the game you get sent back to the last one you're at it's usually not too hard to make it back to that point collect your souls and then you're pretty much in the same place that you were right um so wait why does everyone say these games are so fucking hard then? I'm confused. Because it is hard. It like, is the, harder. The gameplay itself is The gameplay just hard. is a little bit harder and it, it encourages grinding. It's a it's a RPG, so it, it encourages you to go out, kill a bunch of dudes, go back to your bonfire, level up a couple times until you're strong enough to go and beat that boss. Or, you know, um, there's other roleplay mechanics like... I had to go level up a couple times because 
uh, I made a knight character and his intelligence wasn't high enough to recruit the sorcerer to my party. So wow. I had to go out, level up a couple times. So you level up, do you level up by killing smart people and you take the smart people's souls? No, 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 you just, you just, <laughs> that uh, was, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. <sighs> so one thing that I'm excited about is the possibility of entering into a real Soulsborne kind of game. Again, Jedi Fallen Order, it has a similar style, but, you know, I, I didn't have any That was the trouble. light version, because I didn't yeah, keep yeah, playing yeah. it. You didn't even notice it. I didn't even notice. So, I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Elden Ring is coming, and it set the internet ablaze uh, two weeks ago, I think, or recently, with a really long gameplay demo of sorts, I guess you could say. Um, it was the first time that we saw extended gameplay. Now we also know that reviewers have had their hands on uh, an early version of the game and have released initial reviews. By all accounts, it seems to solve two of the biggest problems that I have with From Software games, which is number one, it seems much less devoted to Satan. And, you know, just kind of like a general creepy vibe, more like Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, there's still some body horror stuff. I mean, I assume you just saw the many armed man. Yeah. Many armed. But like many a armed. little bit I can handle. It, it's just that, you know, Dark Souls and stuff, it's it's pretty heavy. Oh, yeah. Heavy. I mean, one of the enemies in Dark Souls is called Puss of Man. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second thing is... The difficulty is at least going to be mitigated. From what I understand, magic is coming back, and so you can do ranged combat again, which hasn't been a thing for a while in Dark Souls. It's been there. Um, They just nerfed it into the ground so it wasn't powerful anymore. Right. You you didn't use it for PvP, um, and that's what most people mean. I mean, it's it's ranged and and magic and stuff like that is totally fine for, for the PvE stuff when you're playing Dark Souls. But yeah, no, it it looks magic looks just visually looks wild. You had you had a couple cool looking things in Dark Souls, but man, like seeing them like make arrows rain out of the sky or somebody's hand turns into a dragon head. Yeah, that's cool. So you have a dragon for a hand? Uh, it's like a spell or I, I I'm not sure. It's it's something that was in the gameplay. Uh, trailer somebody's some cast some spell their hand turned into like a dragon head that breathed fire on some enemy i mean it looks great it looks crazy um, you know i'm so happy for y'all i am fantasy i just i don't know if i can <laughs> I, I i i feel like i am missing out on that particular realm of nerddom and there's nothing I can do about it yeah it's i i'm <laughs> i'm hoping it's gonna have a compelling story Part of the reason I think why is its story is built upon a framework designed by George R. R. Martin. Oh, so it's not finished yet. No, no. See, now this is this is why I'm excited. The story itself is not by George R. R. Martin. Mm-hmm. The world building is, and that's where I think he actually excels the most. You know what I mean? I mean, Game of Thrones was quite... Game of Thrones, when you first get into it, the first few seasons are the best, obviously. And it's because you get into this world that's got so much rich history already built into it. 
And I think we're going to get something very similar to that. Mm. You know, I'm never going to read the books now. Like, I hope. There's no reason to. There's no reason to read the books. I, no. You know, I think the I think the books are going to be different. I think they got to be. I think that the backlash was such that he will change the ending, but I bet it was his original fucking ending. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got to assume they changed some stuff, but yeah. I, we're never going to let that go. Yeah, it's... Well, Oof. and this is if these books ever come out, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, unless they come out, out in a so few much years, filler so. crap for George. I, mean, I work at a library, so I, I, I get to see these things come in. But so much filler crap out for the for the Song of Ice and Fire series. You know, he's got, like, two books set, like, 500 years before Game of Thrones happened. Oh, yeah, are they doing a TV show about that shit? Uh, maybe. It's- I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I'll tell um, you that. And then they've got another one that <laughs> that's like a a history book or something like that. I'm pretty sure that that TV show is coming out next year. In fact, uh, but I won't be watching it. You're you're right to not watch it. Yeah, I I don't have any hope for those that those uh, what is it two more books I think coming out. No hope. Yeah, but Elden Ring we have hope for because Elden Ring. Is the same studio and stuff from Sekiro and uh, Dark Souls have really high hopes, really high hopes. I mean, it sounds like a winning combination. It's like George R. R. Martin's not full investment, which is always a good thing. And like, you know, Sekiro made everyone cry. I think he's going to have some really good story built up into it because I'm not really sure. It looks like some like some Yggdrasil tree type situation. You're really speaking Cedric's language here. Yeah, I know, right? I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, is this something I should know? Should I, I need to look this up? Is that Lord of the Rings? Did you play God of uh, God of War? He did not. I played a little bit oh. of it, but now I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. It is it's fine. <laughs> In Norse Norse mythology, it's like the tree that the uh, universe the tree? sits on. The, the what the fuck? You know what? Yeah. It's, it's Fantasy hard, is just not for Cedric. It's not. Give me some guns. Give me some cars. But there's, you know, there's some depictions of the <laughs> Yggdrasil tree, and that's what it kind of looks like. The I'm sure you've seen it. Have you, you, you? Did you watch the gameplay footage? Me? Yeah. No. Nick? Why would I? I did. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> it's the the big, you know, glowing golden trees and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I I know what the Yggdrasil tree and, is. And and you get an accord. So I assume I'm getting some sort of Honda. <laughs> uh, now we're talking. Anyway. So yeah, Elden Ring coming out February 25th, 2022. It looks so good, you guys. Oh, that's and so close. That's so close. It's so soon. <laughs> I hope everything in February gets delayed, TBH, except wow. for <laughs> Witch Queen, obviously. Wow. Because I am interested in playing Elden Ring, mainly for the multiplayer. I think from everything I've heard, you can go everywhere and do everything with everyone. Uh, one of the key player versus player features in Dark Souls was invasion of other people's worlds. That doesn't happen in Elden Ring unless you're playing multiplayer. So that's kind of the the thing about Dark Souls was the 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 chance only happened if you made your character Embered, which is a state of you get you get more health and you have some extra boosts, so your guy's a little more powered up. There's no embered mechanic in Elden Ring, so they've tied it to the multiplayer. 
Okay, so Dark Souls with Friends. Dark Souls with Friends, and I, I'm pretty sure I saw in the gameplay footage that it was at least two people you could have with you, maybe three. I don't know. Hmm. I'm really excited about it, though. The map looks huge. For one, there's a map, too. That's not a thing that's been in previous From Software games also. Well, you got you just walking around raw, like no idea oh, yeah. where you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's no map. What? There's what no the map. Not at all. How, but but how do you put a little a little way marker, a little waypoint for you to walk to and gives you directions? It's it's pretty linear. You're only go ever going from one place to the other most of the time. There's some forks in the roads every so often, but like you're it's so Elden Ring's gonna be open world. So which is why I think they did have the map this time. But the other games have been fairly linear in comparison. Dark Souls one was kinda more open, but it was still like I mean it's not an open world game by any means. You could go one way or go the other. It had it kind of had options of which way you wanted to go at first. Well, I hope y'all have fun with it. I really do. I can't wait to watch it on Jordan's giant new TV. It's going to look so good. And I hope y'all have a wonderful time. I think when February rolls around, I will probably still be playing Forza all by myself while you all play Elden Ring. It's okay. I'm having a lot of fun with Forza, so I don't know about that. I've been having oh. a lot of fun with Forza as well. Uh, it's really the first Forza game I've ever gotten into, and I, I'm i kind of confused. But I'm getting there. It's okay. It's okay. You'll get Sometimes there. I have trouble finding races. What? I don't know. Like, like too much. The, like the like map? literally like on the map finding yeah, them or like, matchmaking? No, like on the map. Oh, okay. <laughs> like there's just so much shit on the map and I feel like everything I'm looking at is like a speed camera or use the filters on the map. There's that filters? way you can kind of There are fil- yeah, oh, there's a filter man, on the map. Um I don't think it like keeps That's one thing I have to see if it like if you put a filter on it and then exit and come back if it keeps that filter. I'm not entirely sure about that. But yeah, if you're just like need a second and like need to just tone down what the fuck is on it, you can use a filter. That's a capital G gamer tip right there. Maybe I'll play tonight. What do you you get going on after this? More editing. Oh, (laughs) sounds fun for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, one more thing that you played that we didn't play, and I and I probably won't be playing, um, (laughs) is Pokemon Unite. For a little bit in the Discord, we had quite a crew going. There were like six or seven of you. It had a little. It had a little time there. Yeah, there there was a time where it was the new hotness, uh, and I'm just curious what your thoughts on it were. It, it seemed like a pretty interesting spin on the League of Legends MOBA formula uh, with Pokemon, but beyond that, I really, I, I don't even think I've seen any gameplay. Yeah, so I really liked it. Uh, I think the gameplay mechanics are totally solid. I have gripes about other things, though. One of them just being Nintendo's online. It leaves much to be desired. They're, they're never like, just just let go of the hope. They're never gonna figure it out. The, there's really a not. lot of rubber banding. I mean, there's at least one instance of rubber banding going on. If I'm not like docked and hardwired, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Especially when I pulled it up on my phone because it's on mobile now. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yes, it is a mobile game now for. Uh, I think it's it, it wasn't out originally on mobile, but it worked better on mobile as far as connection went. Oh, interesting. Couldn't say why. One of the other gripes I had with it was that progression is slow. 
you start out with a few Pokemon that you get to use. It's a MOBA, so League of Legends might over-the-top sort of action where you're in, in Pokemon you're not unite, you you beat up other Pokemon and you get points and you dunk those points into one of these spots on the map that the other team is defending. And there's different roles for different Pokemon. So there's, there's, you know, like Snorlax is the defender type. That's fat phobic. Yeah. I mean, kind of, but I'm kidding. I'm I mean, he's thick, <laughs> so they don't get past him. He can block up a lane. <laughs> and I mean, that's, and that's literally what he does. I mean, he, he get he can put up a shield and block people from coming one direction. And then you got like Greninja, which is like a, you know, that water starter. And that's like meant to be like a gets out there, beats people up, scores points. You start out with a good variety of Pokemon. You get to choose which one you start out with. Uh, I think you get a choice of Charizard, Venusaur, and one other. See, that's another thing that I wasn't clear on that they didn't release. Like, it's not... Every Pokemon, there's just a select no, they number have, of characters. Yeah, they only have so many characters. And it's not like a turn-based thing at all. You know, it's live action. You're, yeah. you're mashing buttons at a dude for a basic attack, and then you've got special attacks that you can use, you know. I was really excited about it until I discovered that it was a MOBA. Yeah. I'm just not into MOBAs, really. I could see myself getting into it if, yeah, like... One of the things is that it takes a long time to unlock Pokemon unless you play it all the time. And there was a there was a good amount of events when the game first came out that gave away some Pokemon. But if you miss some of them or like, you know, like you missed three of 10 days of this event, then you didn't get the Pokemon. Mm. Or, you know, something like that. Uh, You can always buy them with real money, of course. But (laughs) of course you can. God damn it. Yeah, I mean, God you know, and that's the the cost of it being a free game. But, you know, it's it takes a while to get those new Pokemon. And it does kind of get bland playing those same four or five Pokemon you get to start with. They have a showcase Pokemon. I think it cycles daily where if you it'll it'll let you play as one of these showcase Pokemon if you don't have them unlocked even, um, which is nice. But the yeah. There are just some kind of issues with it. And then I think one of my biggest gripes with it is that you would totally just play bots or you would be on a team of bots. Like, oh, that's not good. Um, and you could tell, too, because you would like win for one. <laughs> it's suspiciously easy today. Hmm. For two, like if you were on like sometimes the game would decide, hey, you know, it is your time to lose. So you would get stuck on a team full of bots that don't do shit. Who like, and then you can tell because like in the in the preloading thing, you can be like, I'm going to the top side of the map. I'm going to the middle side of the map. And like I'm, you know, playing defender or whatever. The bots won't say any of that. And they just won't do anything. They're not very helpful. And then you'll play with you'll play against them. And you'll win, which is nice. You get the free points, but it's like I don't know. It's not the same. It's not a real. No, and it usually doesn't that. go very that. far either because the bots actually know how to forfeit the game, which is a like one of the dead oh. giveaways because it's kind of hard to forfeit a game in that in that thing. So you know, like when somebody's forfeited, it's a either a team of bots or like you're playing ranked against a, another team. You know, like a fully you know arranged team or something like that who knows how to play the game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. 
like honestly, and it's and I'm not joking, like maybe one out of every three, one out of every four matches, you would either be on a team of bots or against a team of bots. Hmm. That doesn't really bode well for the matchmaking <laughs> or the player population. Pokemon fans can't catch a break. God damn. And yeah, no, and see, I don't think it had a player population issue. I think it's one of those kind of can't let you win too much, can't let you lose too much mechanics, you know? Like we've got to we've got to let you win enough to keep you reeled in, but we can't let you win so much that you make cuz like, you know, you get bonuses if you win more. So it's like we can't let you win so much that you, you know, can unlock Pokémon faster. Well, I feel very educated about several games that I have no intention of playing. As do I. I'm glad I came here to talk to you guys about them. I'm enthusiastic about them. Um, Yeah, I mean, I've been on a kick of From Software games, so I I, I could talk your ear off about those all day. Don't get me started (laughs) on Sekiro. Are you close to finishing your, your marathon? I've started a new game on Dark Souls. There's three different endings, so I'll probably go through it three times on New Game Plus and New Game Plus Plus. Wow. So that's dedication. But it, I literally decided last week that I was not going to finish my Ghost of Tsushima New Game Plus and just continued the uh, DLC on my regular save because I was like, there are too many things going on. Oh, I, man. I, I won't ever finish it. It's, it's not too bad because I don't have to go around collecting stuff like armor sets and stuff I need to do. Like the ending that I'm going for now requires a lot of stuff to be done, a lot of NPC quests to be finished. And the the next ending will require less. And then the last ending I do, I should only really have to go and beat up the bosses, which makes it easier. Because there's oh, well, there is a lot of optional stuff in Dark Souls. They're like whole mm. completely optional like gigantic areas in the whole game that you could go without seeing or playing. I would uh, agree with that assessment. I, I think that given the reviews that we've seen so far, the Elden Rings open world is probably going to be one of the greats in terms of how it's designed and how you navigate it. So we'll have to have you back on after Elden Ring comes out yeah. so that you can discuss how that's going. I mean, I if- already told my boss I'm taking the day off. <laughs> if uh, my schedule is any indication, I probably won't get to it until summer 2024 <laughs> at this point. <laughs> oh, there's so many fucking games to play. There's just too much. We have to clone ourselves so we can continue to play video games. games. Well, my friend, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. And uh, is there anything that you'd like to promote before you go? Uh. Uh, go to your local library. I love that. You all should have local library cards. That's exactly true. I didn't. Think, I don't have a library card for Providence. Shame on you. Do you have one? No. Yeah. Fuck you. Libraries are <laughs> libraries are cool for gamers. Lots of libraries rent out video games. That's true. And music. I oh man. I used to rip the fuck out of some albums. <laughs> Gen Z doesn't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm currently in the process of getting a 3D printer set up in our library. Ooh, yeah. fancy. Yeah, it's, it's great. 
lucky are the children to have you as a librarian, Tim. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks again. And uh, we'll, we'll have you back soon. Our from software correspondent. All right. Well, I'll catch you two later then. Well, that was a show. That that was a show. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in today. We'll be back very soon, actually, with another episode, catching up on all the news that we didn't talk about that has absolutely already happened because we are probably behind by the time that you hear this recording. That's fine. That means that there's nuance. We are coming at the end of November, so the nuance has to come back into the discourse, and that is what we will be providing. We're providing the nuance. nuance. It's all nuance. If you enjoyed that nuance, please rate, review, subscribe on your platform of choice. Wait, or wherever you're listening now? Is that the new thing? That's the new thing. You got it. You got it. Shout out to our beautiful patrons, Abner, Enya, Emma, Sarah, Nerdy, Shuli, Cody, and our latest, newest patron, Aime. Thank you so much. We love that. Welcome. Welcome to the club. The cool kids are subscribing on Patreon. And also, most of those cool kids are also in the Discord. As we've mentioned, I think three times this episode. It's been, a, it's been a heavy Discord episode. It's been a heavy Discord episode. A lot, a lot of happens there. A lot happens there. So we got some game nights. We just played Among Us. We did. I tried. They have the new shapeshifter thing you can do now as an imposter. The amount of times that I have shapeshifted into the person that I wanted to be, but then walked straight into them directly after was twice. Uh, that's too it many times. Two times. It's too many times. I was two one separate of them, rounds. Wasn't I? Yes, you were. You yeah. were. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And then one, the one time it was Enya, and then I, I, had to, I had to kill Enya immediately as Enya, which probably wasn't the smartest move. No, you got caught both times. No, I got completely caught. Yeah. I got caught. One time I let it, I let it, they, they, they I kind of got away you with threw it. Threw your for partner under the bus. Nah, I didn't throw them under the bus. Look, sometimes, you know, you got to make a sacrifice. And like, if someone else's <laughs> alibi is not good enough, I'm not going to look stupid and get caught up. And we both out. Who wins? You do, the crewmates. You're right. I, I, it's strategery. It's strategery. I was only the fucking imposter one time, but I did win. So. Yeah, good for you. You made the most of it. Anyway, you can join us in all of those endeavors if you join the Discord. This has been an episode of Gamer Friends. I have been Big Nakruma. And I have been Audio Nerd 64. Add Aria per Astra something something. My name is Bife. You tried it. Deuces. Bye. Do you guys like do a after credits thing where you like take the stuff from like the intro or stuff you don't use and then put it in after like the exit music? He used to do a coda. He doesn't really do them anymore. Well, you know, sometimes we don't say funny things. You know, it doesn't. If nothing, if no one says anything funny, then I can't put anything at the end, Jordan. Hmm. So say something funny. Maybe I'll put it at the end. Hmm. Something hmm. funny.
There we go. That's what I want to be at the end. I think we can make that happen.